The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, where every one of the boats that they sell are fun certified. Paul's Pizza in Westchester, 31st and Wolf Road, 708-531-9080. Place an order and tell them Chauncey sent you, and you can pick it up curbside delivery. Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com. Hookandhunttv.com. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the Midwest sportsman. Ren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic bait company for the professional angler. Bizbaits.com. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, I hope you're ready to enjoy today's show and follow me into the great outdoors. And on today's program, we've got a good lineup. First of all, Tommy Kreshek, he's one of the three musketeers. Right, what I did, musky tears. That's right. Him and his friend Mark Darvis uh, helped their buddy Lou Gonzalez catch his first musky of the year. It was a year-long quest, open water trips everywhere. Lou just didn't catch a musky yet. They go up to a, uh, a lake in Lake County, Illinois, and he through the ice catches his very first musky, which happens to be a fifty-two-inch musky. <laughs> What a muskie, what a fish, what a story. I imagine we're going to hear from Tommy. Then we're going to hear from Kyle Goddard, who's from the uh, one of the managers of Hoffman Estate Park District, and he's going to be talking to us about his ice fishing school that's been running every weekend, and then on a tournament on February 7th in the morning. Don't worry, it's before the Super Bowl. Well, who's playing a Super Bowl? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> no, but it's a fishing tournament early on that morning, so you're not going to miss any of the Super Bowl and or the chips and dip in the afternoon, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Small fee to get in, but lots of prizes that they're going to be handing out for many, many people. And then in our last segment of the program, we're going to have the Aiden Fishing Report, along with some outdoor news and more fishing reports. But remember to tell your friends to listen to us here on ESPN with the new free ESPN Chicago app, or go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors for information about the outdoors or our video fishing report and more information from across this country. Sounds good to me. We'll be right back. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. 
Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Waterworks is proud to announce the 2021 line of Lund and Low boats, all powered by Mercury Motors, are coming in weekly. But many of these boats are pre-sold, and if you want to ensure that the boat of your dreams with a Mercury motor will be here when you want it, you need to act now with assembly plants building boats with mercury motors on back order and long delivery dates. You need to stop in at Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills or call them at 708-798-9700 and don't miss out on ordering the boat of your dreams from Waterworks. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Deer Hunter! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. 
But first I better finish off a case I see Spend the night playing cards Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors And, oh, the phone is ringing Let's see who's on the phone Well, it's it's one of the three musky tears Notice how I said that, musky tears <laughs> <laughs> It's Tommy Krishak Hey Tommy, good morning, how you doing my friend? Morning, Chauncey. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, t- Tommy is a part of, as I mentioned, the three musketeers because it was Tommy, Mike Jarvis, and uh, Louis and Gonzalez who were out musky fishing this past weekend. I think it was, wasn't it? It was actually last Tuesday. But yep, last Tuesday. Yeah, Tommy. I, I, the reason I'm interviewing Tommy with this is because Tommy's been on the quest of the Holy Grail to get his buddy Mike. Uh, uh, Luis Gonzalez, a muskie. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I'm going hard at it for about a year. <laughs> oh, the about a year and a half ago, we've been flathead uh, catfishing together for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been uh, asking me, man, Tom, you got to get me on a muskie. You got to get me on a muskie. And I said, all right, Lou, if you're really about it, you know, it's a lot of hours, blood, sweat, and tears going in with. But Lou, being a big king salmon fisherman, you know how it is in Illinois. Mm-hmm. That's what's Another fish of 10,000 casts. Yeah. But I said, all right, Lou, you know, May comes around right about when that fish up spawning. We'll get at it. So we, uh, you know, we started our season off up in Madison, Madison Chain. I fished there pretty regularly with Mike. And I said, this is a good, you know, a good. you'll get a good chance here to try to get yourself uh, your first muskie. She said, all right, cool. So we started up there. You know, opening weekend's always tough, especially up there because there some fish are still spawning, some are done. It's that transition period, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we put a few good hard days up there. We had a couple follows, but to no event, you know. And then he knew, you know, musky fishing ain't easy. You know, you can only hit you know the same spot so many times. You hit them during peak periods, minors, majors, whatever. So that was uneventful. You know, we spent some time on Shabana, the chain, and lakes like that. You know, and the, the problem, like, you know, with, you know, old Chicagoland area, our summers come really quickly. So the water will be in the 70s, which is totally fine. But then as soon as it hits that 80 mark, you know, you really don't, don't want to be messing with muskies for the fact that if you do catch one, the mortality rate is pretty high because, uh, you know, you put them back and the fish is tired out, and a lot of times they don't make it. So we have to take that midsummer break. And uh, But we spent a lot of time together in the boat. And Lou just wanted to get one. He just wanted to get one. And I'm like, you know, you're putting the time in, bro. It's just a matter of time. That's how it is. And um, so whatever. The season ended. I, I boated a couple. My buddy Mike boated one. We were out on the chain for the most part towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But Lou still hasn't gotten his muskie. So I'm like, you know, next season, you know, just got to keep going. That's it. You can't give up on it. It's like I said, kind of like with the king fishing. You know, king salmon from the shore. You're fishing for a fish that doesn't really want to bite. It's almost as hard as fishing for a muskie where it's, you know, they eat maybe once a week sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. You, get, you get that right that right moment, and it happens. He understands, he knows. And uh, funny, actually, this, like, the last couple of weeks, we were kind of, like, planning out for next season, you know, trips to the Chippewa Flowage and talking about, you know, Green Bay and, you know, just get a couple of really good trips in, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lou started stocking up on baits like crazy. He ha- he has, at this point, he hasn't caught one yet, but he's hooked into the goddamn fishing already because <laughs> he's over here spending the money on bucktails. You know, the nut, you know those nicer custom made ones, forty, sixty bucks. You know, I got him already roped in horribly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the man's about the business. All right. And uh, yeah, last week we were kind of like, hey, so it actually originally started. 
Tuesday, well, actually, you know, Monday night, sorry, before I was getting ready to leave for work, you know, I talked to Lewis, and Lewis said, you know, bro, let's, uh, let's go hit the Fox River. I hear that they still catch them there in the winter. And I said, look, Lou, I mean, as much as I want to catch muskie, you know, in the wintertime, a lot of these anglers that do catch them on that river, you know, it, it's more, most of the time it's a mistake. You know, they're fishing for walleye, and they get a muskie, and, the, you know, they get a random muskie to come by. It's hungry. He'll eat that small walleye lure, whatever you're throwing. Mm-hmm. And that's how those guys are getting those muskies in the winter. I was trying to tell them, like, you know, I'd, I'd much rather go and do something where I know we'll get some fish, at least some northern. So I said, you know what, let's uh, let's go ice fishing. And he's been out a couple times with me earlier this season and last season. And he got, you know, he got into the game a lot more with the ice fishing as well. So we all get out. We're like, all right, forget it. Let's do it. You know, let's pack up and go do some uh, pike fishing on the ice. So we stopped over at Fish Tech. It was a Tuesday morning. You know, just I get the regular, you know, but dozen and a half sucker, dozen and a half bat, uh, sorry, roaches. You know, just to be prepared. You never know. You can have a hot day, uh, you know, on the northerns. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the day it started off, uh, Lewis got a little pike, you know, upper 20s. And then uh, I followed behind, behind that one. I got a 39 and a half inch northern, which that's a respectable northern anywhere you go. Yeah, that way, you know? that's a good northern. So that, that was a nice fish. I said, you know what? We were all, we were so happy. And I, I was telling Lou. I was like, man, bro, I should have let you take that flag. The next day was his birthday. I'm like, ah, I should have let you take that flag. You know, I, I don't care if I catch a fish or not. I'm in it for my buddies as much as I am for myself, you know. Mm-hmm. When I catch fish, I'm happy. But when my buddies catch fish, I'm even more happy. You know, I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. So I put that 39 and a half back. I said, all right, Lou, you know what? Let's let uh, Mikey Tex take the next flag because he caught one. I caught one. Like I said, the day was going pretty slow. You know, just that no one gets skunked today, you know. So next flag goes off, the same flag I just caught that 39 and a half on. Uh, and then Mike ends up uh, getting a 35.5 topside on the ice. And that was another really nice northern chunky one. So, okay, you know, we go, some time goes by, we all caught, you know, fish. You know, days are already pretty much made, you know. Pretty funny, actually. Uh, Mike had a, uh, one of those windlass tip, uh, tip-ups set up. Yeah. And it hasn't gone off all day and it popped. So Lou goes running over to it sets the hook and he's like i think there's something here but i don't feel it and sure enough about an eight inch perch ate about a four or five inch uh, roach those perch aren't scared to eat those big baits no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not so we you know we all joked about it laughed about it it's, and so it's about four o'clock now sundown's coming we have to be out of the you know off the lake around sundown so you know, Lewis is talking to Mike. He's like, you know, I'll just give it to like 4.30. I'll just give it to like 4.30. And I'm like, you know, I'm fine with that. I was the one that drove. I don't care, you know. I got plenty of time, even though I just, we went fishing straight after I got off work, which we do it every week. That's normal for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And right around 4.20, we're like kind of getting ready to pack up. You know, we got 10 minutes, so we're saying we're going to leave. And Lou's got this jaw jacker set out way in right field. And, I mean, it's just at that distance where if you got good eyes, you'll see it. But, like, me, unfortunately, my eyes are going bad slowly. I didn't see it too well. So these guys were kind of, like, walking towards it. As they're walking towards it, they're both like, hey, I think that jacker's popped. They're like, no kidding, it is. So they start running. I go chasing behind them. And at first, look, there's no fish on there. And then that rod starts to load up again. I'm like, huh, there is a fish on there. All right. So Lou goes over, starts fighting the fish. Right away, the fish woke up. Running, peel and drag the whole nine. I don't know if you saw the video or not that uh, he posted on YouTube, but it was a good fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started recording about four minutes into the fight, I would say. And uh, so Lou's fighting this fish, fighting this fish, and then the first thing I'm thinking is, oh, it's got to be a giant northern. 
And then we passed, we saw it pass the whole one. And I guess Lou already kind of in the back of his head thought it was a muskie. But then I saw it, and I saw that giant spade head underneath the ice fall by spots on his back. I'm like, that is a muskie. No way. Because, as, as you know, I mean, muskies, you can still catch them early ice, through the ice. But for the most part, they'll kind of go dormant, dormant for the most part in the mm-hmm. winter. So... Now we're all real excited, you know, blood's flowing. Lou was over here shaking, the rod's shaking in his hand. He can't believe it. He got his first muskie on, and he got it ice fishing, no less, you know? Mm-hmm. Fighting this fish, drag pulling. We get one pass by the hole. I'm like, yep. He kind of stopped at the hole. I shoved my arm in the hole the first time. Takes off. We're all losing our minds, losing our minds. You know, kind of adrenaline rush. It's crazy. I'll never forget that feeling. Finally, one more pass by the hole. It's probably about eight minutes into this fight now. And the whole thing is, you know, you can't horse them. It's not like when I must fish on open water, you know, you try to get them in that net ASAP so that, you know, you don't tire that fish out. You get the hook out and a yeah. quick pig or whatever, and you put them back so they swim, you know, swim good and healthy, not all tired out. Always good to see that. But with this, you kind of can't do that. You know, 12-pound uh, Trilene XL uh, mainline to that 40-pound floral leader, you can only do so much, you know. That head comes up next to the hole one more time. I said, yep, this is it. I grab, I'll never forget it. I shoved my whole arm to my elbow into that hole. I got a hold of his gill plate, and I kind of slowly like backed him you know, towards the hole. He already passed the hole at this point. He's about two feet past the hole. I back him up to the hole, and I got his head up. And right away, you know, we all know this is a big fish. Mike kept screaming, oh, it's a guy at least 46 inches. A guy at least 46 inches. And I thought it was about right. You know, I mean, it wasn't a super fat fish. So you, it was really hard to gauge the length on it. Yeah. But as soon as we got him out the hole, I got his head out. I realized, man, I need my second hand on it. So I kind of went and grabbed the other gill plate. And, you know, as, as good as I can, started pulling it out the hole. Well, we're about three feet, three feet past the head already, and I still got more body coming. I don't see those fins coming yet. <laughs> I said, son of a gun, this is a big one. It's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Come flopping out the hole, and there he is, right? We're like, we're, we're all... You know, totally mesmerized by the size of this musket that Lou just put on ice. So Lou's jumping. I'm. Ju- we're all jumping for joy, hugging. You know, luckily Mike. And it's funny because Mike actually, we wouldn't have ever known he had that tape measure if that morning it didn't fall out of his jacket when he was putting his clothes on to go out on the ice. It fell out the pocket of his jacket, so we had the tape measure that day. It was like, cool, we can at least measure our fish, not knowing that that thing would have saved us that day, knowing exactly how long that fish was. Oh my so, god. Oh, my God, it was crazy. So I'm like, all right, Mike, get the measure, get the measure. You know, we get the, we get on the zero mark right on the tip of his nose, and we take it down to his tail. And I'm at the front of the fish, and I hear Lou go, 51 and three quarters or something like that. I'm like, no way. And then he pinches his tail, 52 on the dot. And we're all at this point just losing our minds. I, I've seen plenty of upper 40s, maybe 50-inch fish both sides. It happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Those fish are that big for a reason. They don't hit, you know. They're, they're smart. And I've never seen, like, in person anything, not just 50, but north of 50. North of 50, yeah. So well, we're just losing our minds. We, I'm like, all right, all right. First thing I say, let's calm down. Let's get this, you know, let's get this thing uh, measured up. Let's get the hook out of it. Luckily, the hook was in a perfect spot. It was on the lower jaw, two trebles pinned. It was perfect. So we got the hook out. Get a, you know, get the, we got the measurement. Quick pick. We put them in the hole. As soon as that fish had hit that hole, he took off like a rocket, oh, like a rocket. So you, that was that's those the best case scenario we could have had for that fish. Well, Tommy, I got to tell you, in 
21 years of doing my radio show, this has got to be the most exciting story I've ever heard from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I mean, first of all, you, you, the, your buddy wants to catch a muskie. You, you yep. try for over a year. He gets close. He gets some follows. And then he, he winds up getting a 52-incher through the ice. Nobody's going to catch a 52-incher through the ice in Illinois. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, congratulations to, to, yeah, to you as the, the teacher, uh, non-official uh, musky guide. Uh, just yeah, you guys say something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Mark, who's, you know, with you guys, I would have loved to have been, you know, within earshot of watching you guys and hearing when you guys got that fish out. It must have been fantastic. You know, oh, Tommy, here's a problem. Yeah. You've ruined Lou for the rest of his life. A hundred percent. And we, you know what? <laughs> we told him this by about six times from the point we put that fish back till we got back to Mike's uh, house. Mm -hmm. He must have heard it from me and Mike six different times. <laughs> like, I was trying to, like, we were so, like, just that, you know, that adrenaline rush did not leave the rest of that night. No. We got back and we were still, I was like, Lou, I don't think you understand what happened here. I've been fishing for these fish my whole life, and I never have come close to this size of a muskie. Yeah. I've caught an upper, I've caught in, you know, upper mid forties, like mm -hmm. being forty six and change. You know, I've, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. And same with Mike, and we've. It's funny because like me and Mike jokingly, you know, back and forth. Oh, we're gonna get that fifty one of these days. We're gonna get that fifty. And Lou did it, and that's his first fish. And I tried to tell him, I'm like, bro, you might as well go ahead. Sell all those nice bucktails he just bought. <laughs> he just bought it. He just picked up a St. Croix Big Nasty. I'm like, you might as well go sell that rod off and go go find something else, man. Go crappie fishing or something. I'm like, I'll tell you what, you, your uh, your musky career is over. Yeah, here. And he's like, oh my god, I know, yeah. I know. He spends all his what? what? Uh, it's it's just like even when you catch that big fish, yeah, you know you're you're gonna keep going. If anything, I think it fueled him even harder. We were actually on the ice again yesterday together. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about, like, you know, what? he was telling me, you know, Tommy, I caught that big fish, but it just makes me want to catch more of them. And you know what? That's the best way to look at it. You can't yeah. give up after that. He, you know? He's hooked. He's now hooked. Now he's got to catch that 52, but open water, you know, with a big old gut on it. Oh, man. Yeah, he's hooked for so life. He's, 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 he's hooked for life. He really is. I mean, yeah, that's in Illinois, I don't think he'll ever, at least anyone I know, will get one bigger. No. But anything's possible that's why it's fishing and in the end that's why we do it right yeah that's exactly so well, you gotta hunt for that big fish well tommy i want to congratulate you and i want to congratulate lou and and mark for the three musky tears that's i have to call you guys that the musky tears yep <laughs> uh who did this great job uh catching a fish showing people that you can do this through the ice uh Absolutely. you know we we will send sympathy cards to lou because we know he's ruined for life. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. We know he's ruined for life, uh, but but you you guys did such a great job, and uh, you know, I, and I know when you stopped over at uh, you know Jimmy T's uh, store to pick up the uh, the bait, you know, he probably put a little extra rub on those baits, you know. <laughs> oh man, he had to give us some kind of good luck. It was funny because uh, I didn't waste no time putting it on Facebook. Jimmy's one of the first people to comment. That must have been the bait, huh? 
<laughs> so it's, you might, he had that something to do with it. It was pretty funny. It is. It is. Well, oh, I, I just want to thank you for coming on the show this morning and congrats. And, and we're gonna sh- we're gonna post that photo of uh, Lou and that fish on our. Uh, uh, Chauncey's Great Outdoors Facebook page, where we have a, we do a video fishing report, and we're going to post that as our Sportsman of the Week because that is one in plain English hell of a muskie, uh, absolutely. And, and and to do it through uh, through the ice, yeah, to do it the way he did it. Yeah, that, do it the way did it. Right? And you know what? That's, Give. Lou... And you know what? Let me just add one more little side note. Yes, sir. So we had we had chipoks out there with I'm talking seven inch suckers. The biggest roaches we had. I like fishing big bait. You know, that way it kind of weeds out your small ones, you mm-hmm. know. Lou had, I mean, this roach must have been no more than four inches. It wasn't, by any means, it was a medium-sized roach. It was nothing mm-hmm. near what you would buy as a large roach. It was a small roach. You know, it, they get thrown in. Yeah. So Lou was like, you know what, I'm going to put it out there. And that fish has all of our big baits, and they wanted that little roach. And that's what it was. Hey, that's not an uncommon item, you know. Tom, Absolutely that's not. not. Some of the biggest fish in the small big. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, Lou is, you know, congratulations to Lou, but more congratulations to the Lou because he's got friends like you and uh, and Jarvis to to, yeah. to go out fishing with. Uh, and uh, like I said, he he's a very for- he's fortunate both. He got a great muskie and he's got two great friends. And you know what? That's that's what counts. You know, getting out with your buddies. You know, mm-hmm. the guys you care about, the guys you can go out fish with any day, and you know you have a good time. You can get skunked, but you can still say at the end of the day it was a good day. That's yeah. what counts. All right. Thanks much. Thanks much, time. We're gonna let you go. Okay. All right, Chauncey. Have yourself a good one. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks is proud to announce the 2021 line of Lund and Low boats, all powered by Mercury Motors, are coming in weekly. But many of these boats are pre-sold, and if you want to ensure that the boat of your dreams with a Mercury Motor will be here when you want it, you need to act now. With assembly plants building boats with Mercury Motors on back order and long delivery dates, you need to stop in at Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, or call them at 708-798-9700 and don't miss out on ordering the boat of your dreams from Waterworks. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors 12 issues for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. What's the biggest biz in fishing lures that all the pros know? It's biz baits. Biz baits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jackum juice that just jacks the bass to strike. Biz baits are made for bass fishing by bass anglers 
not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic bait on the market for yourself or a gift for your fishing buddy this holiday season. Get them at bizbaits.com. My favorite soft plastic bait made here in America. Go to bizbait.com. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Firestick TV. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMedia at AOL.com. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on! Somebody say, hey, we want some crappie! Hey, we want some crappie! Let me hear you say, hey, we want some crappie! This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, oh, the phone is ringing. Let's see who's on the phone. Well, it's Mr. Kyle Goddard from the Hoffman Park District, who's the athletic manager there. Kyle, thanks for coming on the program this morning. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Kyle, Hoffman, the Hoffman Park District, Hoffman Estates Park District, correct? Is that the right pronunciation? Yeah. <laughs> they are doing a program for the next couple weeks that is to get people excited about ice fishing. Is that correct? That is correct. What are the the programs that you've got coming up here? Yeah, so I'm really excited about it. I have a ice fishing clinic. There are 30-minute sessions to teach people the basics of ice fishing and ice fishing safety, as well as the following week I'll be doing a longer one-hour class, do a little bit more fishing, and then I have a derby coming up the following week. Oh, oh, cool. So, okay, so you're doing a, the first, which is tomorrow, the 24th, all right? You're doing an, an, a, a seminar on ice safety and a little bit of ice fishing, right? Yeah, going to focus mo- mainly on safety, and then hopefully if we have some extra time, we'll get out and do a little bit of fishing. Okay. Well, you got to go fishing a little bit, you know. <laughs> you, always, always. <laughs> So when you say ice safety, you're going to be talking about proper equipment people should be wearing, uh, having uh, the the picks around their neck uh, on a string so in case they do fall through ice, uh, which I know you would never go on thin ice in Hoffman Estates, period. We know that. Of course. But, uh, you know, just it's a safety thing. And I, I really believe something that a lot of people don't do and they should have on are ice cleats, for a lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah, ice cleats are important. Like you said, ice picks are definitely important. I even tell people to bring a long rope in case they need to tie it off to something. Always use the buddy system. Never go ice fishing by yourself, especially if you're a beginner. No, 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 no. You know, they taught me that in Boy Scouts, and they teach me that in the rest of my life. <laughs> Always yeah. go out with the buddy system. Probably you won't get into it, but if you ever, if there is a, an accident in the ice and you see something, uh, you know, you never go. It's always you reach, you throw, you don't go, and call for help, you know, throw a life jacket, do something like that. But, you know, you, you really have to be, you know, safety conscious 
uh, especially that. And you, you said you're going to touch a little bit of ice fishing, too, at the first seminar? Yeah, because after we go over all of our ice safety needs, and if the ice is safe, we'll go ahead and step out on it, socially distanced, of course. I'll bring the auger, a couple rods, and we'll drill some holes and see if we can catch something. <laughs> I, I, am, I am not a professional uh, medical person, but I don't think the COVID virus likes to live in the cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> I but, hope not. But you still need to be socially distanced. You need to have Correct. your mask on. Yes, that's exactly. A, it's all important. So you're going to do this seminar, and then the following week, you're going to be doing something with uh, a little longer ice fishing seminar, right? Correct. We provide all the equipment needed to do the ice fishing. Of course, you have to dress appropriately for the weather. But the following week, we'll be doing a full-hour session. And as long as you took the previous clinic, we're going to do all, all ice fishing, very minimal safety mm. stuff. We'll always talk about it, but mostly focus on fishing. Well, that's cool. Um, you know, last week we had on uh, Mark Martins, who's a world-class professional walleye angler but he's also a world-class ice fisherman and puts on an ice school uh in the state of michigan that it's a great one to go to but i mean you know you you go through a lot of stuff i mean people don't realize uh smaller diameter lines the when you're ice fishing those fish they still have to eat but their metabolism slows down You know, and so are you going to, you're going to be going through like maybe lures and different things and fishing rods? Yes. Yep. We'll, we'll go over top to bottom, the, the gear and equipment needed. Cause it is a lot of people don't realize that it's a completely different style of fishing from your everyday warm weather fishing. Oh, complete. Well, I will say this about the fishing and we'll, we're going to talk a little bit more about it. What I found out is if you're, if you're, go out ice fishing and you see some guys and or ladies because ladies love the ice fish you go out there see that action you know the ice fishermen are always willing to come you know say hey how you doing buddy uh you, you know i see you got a hand auger well i got a power auger let me drill some holes for you i mean they're so much more friendly and these could be the same guys that are fishing the riverbank with you and they'll give you that glare like hey give me a little more room here friend <laughs> <laughs> But ice fishing is just so much more camaraderie, it seems to me. I agree, yeah. I mean, everyone's very friendly. Everyone jokes around. Everyone likes to see how each other's doing, checks mm-hmm. up on each other, and they're definitely always there to help. Yeah. And if one guy starts catching fish, I can guarantee you everybody else is going to have that same lure on his rod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. And always make sure you have two of the same color. Yeah, yeah. Just to. in case you lose one. That's right. you got to have two of the same color. Now, um, so, you know, you're... Uh, going to have probably some hand augers. You may have, uh, you know, some power augers out there. I don't know. But you're, you're going to try to give a, a very broad section. Are you going to be covering tip-ups also? Yes, I will be covering tip-ups mm-hmm. as well as, like, the different rules and regulations to go along with ice mm-hmm. fishing in our area. Well, that's cool. That's cool. And I, I think it's important to uh, – oh, another important thing is you need something to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. yeah. It's cold if you sit on the ice. It's cold to sit on the ice, but uh, what, what I've liked to do, and I'm you know I'm not trying to take anything away from your class, Kyle. Everyone, we're talking with Kyle Goddard from the Hoffman Estates Park District. He's the athletic manager there, and he loves fishing, so he's got some great fishing programs for everyone to be aware of. Uh, right now, it's ice fishing, and 
maybe when it opens up, it's going to be open water fishing, and I don't know, maybe I'll come out and help you or something. That that that'd be kind of fun. But sounds like fun to me. Yeah. The but the thing about uh, I, I started talking about ice fishing is you you got to stay warm, which means you have to have boots that you're not going to feel the cold coming through. You need to be warmly dressed. And very important to me, yeah, you could sit on a five-gallon bucket turned over, but I would highly recommend uh, purchasing one of those seats that hunters use, that kind of like a squishy pillow. And you, you put that under your posterior on the bucket so you're not feeling the cold from the bucket either. I mean, you, you have to insulate yourself in many different ways. <laughs> I sound like somebody who's gotten cold on the ice, don't I? <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. So that's that's kind of cool. And then, once again, you say you're going to do tip-ups and things like that. But then the following Sunday, which is February 7th? Yep. What are you doing? We're going to be launching our second annual ice fishing derby. Uh, so it's open to anyone and everyone, all ages. It's a fun event. Uh, we had a really cool turnout last year. I'm hoping for an even better one this year. Now, where where are you doing all these classes at, by the way? We're going to be doing it at our Southridge Park location. We did a lot of renovations this year, uh, so I'm excited to kind of use it this winter for my ice fishing classes. Very mm. large lake. It's got some deep water, which is good. It's got a variety of fish that we keep stocked. Oh, so we're fishing a a stocked planned lake. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes it more fun if you can if you can catch something. There's some some different types of critters that you don't always find. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Now, uh, so that's the tournament on the 7th. Hey, it's Super Bowl Sunday, but you know what? This is going to be in the morning, right? Yep. It's going to be from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'll get you home before lunch, just in time to get ready for Super Bowl. Right. And really, who cares about the Super Bowl? Let's go fishing. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Is anybody important playing? I don't even know, but let's go fishing. (laughs) Now, uh, are you going to, that tournament, there's no cost, is there? Sorry, say that again? Is there a cost for the tournament? There is. It's $7 for residents and $9 for non-residents. Okay. We do allow on-site registration, but it's just a flat $10. Okay. Well, that, that's and that all just goes right back into the prizes and the giveaways we do. Ooh. We do hourly giveaways. We, uh, we're going to have first, second, third place prizes for age divisions from five all the way up to adult. Uh, we, most fish caught, best fish caught. We even do a best-themed shanty. For any of you that has a nice shanty. Best themed shanty? Yes. So okay, okay, Kyle. Your shanty. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got me sitting here going, what are we doing? Uh, so I guess if you, you decorate it, right? Yeah, yeah. Boy. Last year we had some people that were going to do a uh, Hawaii themed shanty with some stuff around. It's just fun for the kids to decorate it you know, while they're sitting around doing their ice fishing. Well, that's the important. I would say this sounds like a great, great event for crazy adults like most ice fishermen are, and also kids to have fun doing this. You know, that's going to be yeah. fun. Um, now, you said you're going to have all kinds of your pro- hourly prizes and stuff like that, which is cool. But even if you don't ice fish, you would say if you want to see it and learn about it, come on out, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'll be there. I have plenty of volunteers that are experienced ice fishermen. We're really just there for the community and to teach them and help them. So even if you don't ice fish and you'd like to see how it's done, 
make sure you have, you know, some creepers on on your bottom of your feet so you don't go slipping and sliding on the ice. Um, <clears throat> I once took a trip across the uh, Fox Lake up on the chain of lakes holding on to an ice shanty that decided it wanted to be a sail. <laughs> It all happened when the wind's blowing. That was the last day I I didn't wear ice cleats. <laughs> but uh, you know, so this way the you know the people that are part of it can enjoy it. People who've never ice fished can see it being done, and maybe get a little bit of an interest in it, and uh, possibly look forward to taking part in one of your open water classes down the road. Right? Yes. Yeah, I'm super excited for when we when we lose the hard ice, the hard water, but. You know, we're always going to be doing fishing no matter what time of year it is. That's uh, my, my, Kyle, you're my kind of man there. You're my kind of man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if somebody wants to get more information, Kyle, what's the easiest and best way for them to get it? You can definitely check out our website, heparks.org, or you can check out our Facebook, Hoffsit Park District, or just call or email me directly. Okay, and to call you directly, what do they call? They want to call 847 285 Five five one eight, or email me at kgoddard at heparks.org. Cool. And once again, this is uh, an ice fishing safety seminar and a little bit of ice fishing being done tomorrow, the 24th. Then we've got it being done on the 31st, a little bit more ice fishing. And then the tournament is going to be the following Sunday, which is February 7th, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, for people to come out and uh, enjoy a morning of... Uh, going out on the ice and having some fun in my books, right? Oh, yeah. We will, as long as we have safe ice, too. We'll be doing every Sunday until it melts. We'll be doing some form of ice fishing seminar or class. Well, I'm going to have to come out and check it out, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome, Kyle. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks is proud to announce the 2021 line of Lund and Low boats, all powered by Mercury Motors, are coming in weekly. But many of these boats are pre-sold, and if you want to ensure that the boat of your dreams with a Mercury Motor will be here when you want it, you need to act now. With assembly plants building boats with Mercury Motors on back order and long delivery dates, you need to stop in at Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, or call them at 708-798-9700 and don't miss out on ordering the boat of your dreams from Waterworks. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. 
Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Jim Crowley from HookandHuntTV.com shows anglers and hunters how, when, and why to be a better angler and hunter. You will enjoy his approach to the outdoors that will help you be a better sportsman. Watch him on HookandHuntTV.com, online at Pride Outdoor Network, on Roku, and on Fire Stick TV. What's the biggest biz in fishing lures that all the pros know? It's biz baits. Biz baits are soft plastic lures that are individually handcrafted and scented with their special jackum juice that just jacks the bass to strike. Biz baits are made for bass fishing by bass anglers, not someone sitting behind a desk. So go to bizbaits.com and order the best soft plastic bait on the market for yourself or a gift for your fishing buddy this holiday season. Get them at bizbaits.com. My favorite soft plastic bait made here in America. Go to bizbait.com. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, where every one of the boats that they sell are fun certified. Paul's Pizza in Westchester, 31st and Wolf Road, 708-531-9080. Place an order and tell them Chauncey sent you, and you can pick it up curbside delivery. Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com. HookandHuntTV.com. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the Midwest sportsman. Ren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic bait company for the professional angler. Bizbaits.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade. Setting in the shade. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. What a fine day to take a stroll and wander by the vision. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And boy, I hope you're having a lot of fun listening to today's show. I'm having a great time with today's show. Uh, let's get a little bit of outdoor news. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources is seeking public uh, input on outdoor recreational activities in and work in Illinois by the conservation police officers through an online survey uh, that's available on the IDNR website. Easier way to get it is if you go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors, I've got a link to it on my one of my posts to take this little survey. It only takes a few minutes, and it's well worth the information that they're giving the uh, Conservation Police and the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. I would definitely check it out if I were you, okay? Uh, the 2021 Lake Stoygen. 
I love that. Don't you know the Stoigen? I just love that word. On Black, on Black Lake and Sheboygan. Those are two great words in the same sentence. The 2021 Lake Sturgeon season and on Black Lake and Sheboygan County is going to begin at 8 a.m. on Saturday, February 6th. All anglers must be registered online to participate in the season. The total of 2021 season allocation on Black Lake is seven. <laughs> you heard right. The, the total season allocation on Black Lake is seven Lake Sturgeon. However, to reduce the chance of exceeding this allocation, officials will close the season within one or two scenarios. Either the sixth fish is harvested and they'll close the season, or five fish have harvested by the end of the fishing day, and then they'll close the season for that. Okay, fishing hours are going to be from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day on that day of the season. The season will end either at 2 p.m. on Wednesday the 10th or when one of the above two scenarios that we talked about, uh, you know, come to fruition. Uh, participating anglers age 17 and older must have a valid Michigan fishing license, and anglers must register online. Uh, this year's anglers must register online by February 5th to participate in the season. So remember that. Uh, more information, you go to michigan.gov slash fishing for information about that. <laughs> Madison, Wisconsin. I almost can't believe this, but this is in Wisconsin out of Lake Superior. Based on recent uh, sampling results, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources uh, and the Department of Health Services are recommending a PFAS-based fish consumptive advisory for Lake Superior. I'm not even going to try to say the, the, what PFAS stands for. It's it, the, way, way too tongue-tied. <laughs> but due to the high levels of them found in samples, the DNR and DHS are updating the recommended rainbow smelt consumption advisory from the unrestricted amount to one, p one meal a month. Can you believe that? That's unbelievable. Uh <laughs> I'm just kind of in shock when I, you know, got that piece of information. But that's okay. We're going to abide by it because that's the ruling. Now let's get to the popular thing of the, our program. It's the Aiden Fishing Report. <clears throat> if this isn't on the program, I hear about it. This is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, uh, where they are your number one spot for Lund, Low, and pontoon boats and Monterey uh, cruisers. Papa, I went ice fishing for the first time with Allison and her parents. It was a lot of fun. Her dad had a power ice driller, and we made a lot of holes and even set up an ice hut. And it was so warm in there, I could take my coat off. We caught a lot of bluegills and small crappie, and we even saw one northern pike swim past the hole, but he didn't want to bite anything. Her mom did catch one northern pike about 30 inches long on a tip-up, and when it came out of that hole, it really flipped around, and we just couldn't even grab it. But we had a lot of fun ice fishing. Roger's dad was on, his, on the backwaters of the Muskegon River and took some perch, but none of them were big enough to bring home. Jimmy's brother and him uh, fished Benton Harbor, and they said that they saw a few steelhead in the river and a few walleye are even being caught by Berrien Springs. But they only got one steelhead. He had to help his brother net it because he said his brother wouldn't let him catch the fish. Uh, <laughs> that It's the Aiden Fishing Report, my grandson, from western Michigan. And uh, let's hear from what's going on in Illinois. 
my two buddies, Hot Dog Joey and Beef Sandwich Bob, said they've never fished yet caught perch in a snowstorm. <laughs> they were way up the Calumet River, and it was a snow squall, and they were laughing. They were catching perch. Snow's coming down. It's piling on the side of the, on the bed of the boat, and they just were having a good time. Small to medium golden roaches, what they were using to catch the fish, and they did quite well. They did catch their limit. They saw some anglers on the shore at the normal locations, like 87th Street, uh, where the slip is, but remember, the slip is private. You have to fish the park district area. And some of the bridges in the uh, Calumet River had people standing on the pilings. Be careful when you do that. Probably it's not legal, but just please be careful. Our reporter Tyree Williams said that uh, him and his friend Willis took coho on medium spoons east of Gary Light trolling. He said uh, he didn't fish the streams, but it, one of his friends said that they saw fish in the streams, but they were ignoring anything they threw at him. In the Cook County Forest Preserves, we're seeing a lot more action uh, on some of these lakes. Four inches of safe ice is recommended. Uh, bluegill have been very active. Some pike out of the West Lake up at Bussy Lake, not the main lake, the one to the just west of it, uh, were being reported. But other lakes to try are Arrowhead, Axehead, Beck, Baloo, Big Ben, Bodie South only, Bullfrog, Bussy, Maine, and South, uh, Flatfoot, Green, Horsetail, Ida, Maple, Papoose, Powderhorn, Saganaski Slough, Sag Quarry East, oh, sorry, Sag Quarry, both of them, Tampere, Turtlehead, and Wampum. Whew, a lot of words there. Um, like I said, Northern Pike from uh, Bussy, the south one, uh, they were being reported, some nice action there. They should be some fish below the main dam, but I'm, none of my buddies have tried it. So if anybody goes down there, please uh, send us a little text report if you checked out below the main dam at Bussy Lake. Chain of Lakes. Members of Blarney Bassmasters, my good buddies, said that there are a ton of people on the blackwaters and canals with a lot of bluegills being taken. Throw the little ones back. Don't throw them on the ice. Uh, and just keep the eaters. Waxworms are a really good choice. Some crappie and a few pike were also noted. Uh, the crappie were some decent size, but the pike were pretty aggressive on some golden roaches. Ren Lake. This is sponsored by our friends from the Ren Lake Area Tourism at enjoyrenlake.com. Jason Johns of Boneyard Outfitters at 618-927-3432 said crappie fishing is still good with the temperatures at night only in the 30s, uh, like upper 30s, and in the upper 40s during the day. So the crappie are hanging around the 14, 20-foot areas, and that's where you want to be right now. Fishing is good around the bridges along 154 here, that route on Gun Creek and Watsonville impoundment. Small, medium minnows, one-eighth to three-sixteenths ounce, pink and white jig heads, and any color you want to put on for plastic. Fox River. Water is cold, but the trick with the foxes, fish the warm water discharges, wherever they're coming from. And you want to fish where the river water is darker and the discharge water is cleaner. The warmer water is the cleaner water, and the fish will dart in and out of there looking for something to eat. You could do quite well on a variety of fish that you're going to catch. Shabinaw Lake, uh, you're seeing some decent ice on there, really. and We're getting a few reports of mis mixed bag of fish. I don't know why more people haven't hit out at Shabinaw, but they, uh, they're out there catching some fish. Not in numbers, though. At Lake Winnebago, their anglers are reporting marking a lot of fish, but boy, was it slow. That's not the word they used to me, but they said it was slow. 
Lake Puckaway, Wisconsin. My good buddy Derek Stein said Pike loved the tip-ups dressed with medium to larger minnows. <clears throat> Sometimes they just put a bunch of minnow heads out there, and they even caught the pike on them. So those fish were very active right now to try to go for. His buddy said that they were working for walleye just at sunset. So, you know, you set up about a, maybe an hour before, and then you go past in the sunset, and uh, the walleye seem to be a little bit active in that area. So that's a good sign for a lot of anglers to try, you know, up in Wisconsin. Up in Fremont, um, really, they're catching some good in the bayous. They're getting some perch. But that's about it. Nothing else is being reported. So you're seeing a lot of strange to unusual action down there. Uh, we're looking at the Mississippi River backwaters are producing some nice uh, fish. No reports of walleye, but crappie and bluegill numbers were quite well for most of the anglers that were out there. One of our uh, people are asking, what about fishing in downtown Chicago? Lakefront is still closed. Uh, I'm not saying that they're going to give you a ticket or arrest you, but you have to be careful. Uh, and uh, but the, you know people have been fishing those areas. But once again, Navy Pier is closed, and they're fishing uh, some of the areas or going out on the piers and the harbors and breaking some of the ice with something to to fish through them. Um, east of the lakefront, uh, Lakeshore Drive, that's been really on the slow side. That action, nobody's been trying, and uh, I haven't gotten any reports for east of Lakeshore Drive fishing. So please note of that. Uh, when was one other thing somebody asked me about, and I said I, I'll report it on the thing here. Oh, <clears throat> we're back up in Wisconsin. Big Green Lake. They're still trolling for fish on Big Green Lake because the water's still open. Some shoreline ice and some of those backwaters are pretty well uh, locked in. But the main lake is still open for, believe it or not, they got some smallmouth and northern pike. Well, I can hear the flute playing, so you know it's coming at that time of the show. As always, I like to leave you with a Native American proverb, and this one comes from the Cheyenne Nation. It says, our first teacher is our own heart. Our first teacher is our own heart. Wow, very true. Hey, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storms, the fish we catch, the ice, the ones we get through the ice, that 52-inch muskie that Lou Gonzalez caught, and put it back, we really are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. Please remember that. Let's make sure there's more for them than there is for us. And as always, remember to go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and uh, like us there and read all the outdoor information we have for you and tell all your friends to go there and like it. They'll enjoy more outdoor information throughout the Midwest and beyond on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs>